0: A Dear Media Original Podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by ZocDoc. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor and you literally ask? every single person you know for a recommendation and you search and you search and you find one that actually gets you and listens to you and makes you feel super comfortable and you call them and you're really excited and you find out that they do not take your insurance. It is so frustrating and then you have to go back to the drawing board and you feel like you don't have a ton of options. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, you can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're looking for. These docs have all been verified by actual real patients, not bots, which I really, really appreciate. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 48 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. Once you find a doctor that you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. I can really relate to this. I feel like anytime I've had a specific medical condition where I needed a doctor and felt like I had to kind of fumble looking for one and then... Seeing that no one's close to me or no one takes my insurance is really, really frustrating. And so I was really excited to know that this app existed. Go to ZocDoc.com slash instincts and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash instincts. ZocDoc.com slash instincts. Hi. Welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the Food Therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. So I am getting ready to get Oliver going back to school really soon. And I was thinking about this transition. And I read this article recently about how we can help our kids transition in terms of like inching bedtime back towards what kind of a school year bedtime might be because a lot of kids end up going to sleep later in the summer. We didn't really do that a ton, but it got me thinking about this transition. And I think the reality is, and we have talked about this before, is that transitions can be really destabilizing. Even really happy transitions like marriage and moving in with a significant other and you know, a new sibling and really exciting things. They can they can be destabilizing, they can throw us off. And I think we oftentimes brace for the shoe to fall when like something bad happens and there's like a really tough transition, but we don't often prepare when there's kind of like a happier transition. And then when that throws us off, it can be really frustrating. So I just wanted to set the stage a little bit in that going back to school, even though it is exciting and feels fresh, it can be a lot and it might make it hard in a certain way to act in your own best interest. And you may find yourself kind of like looking back to like old patterns that aren't that helpful to you. So I think if you get ahead of it in the same way we've talked about just like having self-knowledge, the more self-knowledge you have and the more awareness you have of what's going on and what could potentially kind of like stand as a roadblock, it helps us kind of sidestep that. And that's really my intention of talking about it today. So in thinking that we might be busier and we might be, you know, shuffling around a little more. We might have like earlier times that we have to get our kids to school. I know with camp, it's a little more lax. With school, you know, the time is earlier for us. So that just means getting like out and dressed and having everything ready earlier. And I think of it for myself in terms of an organization piece. So I was trying to think of like what I wanted to set as an intention in terms of organization. There's definitely a lot I could do in that regard. It's not my extreme strong suit. But one of the things I want to get even more back into is the meal assembly. I feel like in summer and with the girl dinner of it all and Oliver and I were going out to like this cute burger place a lot that has these like grass-fed burgers. I was doing less cooking, but I want to get back into the game because it just makes my life so much easier and it makes it easier to act in my own best interest. So for me, one of the big things, and we've talked about this before, is I like to poach chicken so that it can be shredded up and then I can throw it in salads or romaine spears or really easily put in stir fries with cauliflower rice and whatnot. So for me, that's a really easy thing to do. I do it in my instant pot, I put either water or broth in to like cover the chicken. I do a bunch of thighs and I do it in the instant pot for 10 minutes with natural release. You can also just like poach it on the stovetop and let it cook through and then you just shred it up. That's like a really, really easy thing to do. The other thing is that for us who are packing our kids' lunches, a really easy thing that we can do is to like think about what we might need in that moment for later. So like if you're cutting up bell peppers and cucumbers and carrots for your kids lunchbox. Can you cut up a bunch of stuff and have it like front and center in your fridge with like a beautiful dip? So, you know, when you get back from drop off, there's something for you to kind of munch and crunch on if that's of interest to you. I think, we are gonna go get the supplies we need for our kids and make sure they have the backpacks and the stuff and the lunch boxes. But do we have the things that we need? Are there like specialty kind of items that we like? I've talked a bunch about some products that I love. There's now like a jerky that I really love and olives and some things that make it really easy, again, to act in my own best interest. But in order to have those, I have to order those. And so for me, sometimes like really little, small tasks like that, are really hard. Glennon Doyle has this funny quote of saying like, I can do hard things, but not easy things. And I feel like that really (laughs) speaks to me sometimes because I feel like I can do the kind of like big, brave, tough things sometimes, but then like literally just ordering olives feels like a really big deal to me sometimes. So sometimes I just need to put like really obvious things on my to-do list. We also had talked about on here, which is something that I want to repeat for myself as well, which is breaking it up into tiny little things that we can do. So with meal prep or meal assembly, thinking in terms of like what needs to be sautéed, what needs to be chopped, what would need to be roasted, what would need to be steamed. Because if you think about it like that and categorize it like that in your brain, if you're doing something like that for your kids, then it registers in your brain like, oh, you know what I could also do right now? I could roast this really quickly. I could roast some sweet potatoes for later. And I think again this idea that I think for our kids and the people we love it's really easy for us to kind of show up in that way and get them what they need and like the kids need to eat multiple times a day obviously and so we do that but I think for ourselves we a lot of times will like eat hurriedly over the sink or take these little sneaky weird bites out of you know containers that we didn't even really enjoy. So I want us to be like able to have the things that we really want, have access to those things because it makes it easier to, again, act in our own best interest. If you really want the thing, put it on a plate and really, really enjoy it. But in order to kind of like keep the wheels running, it's easier to just like have those decisions a lot of times like really streamlined and essentially made for us by having them already ready. The next is with sleep. I've talked about this so many times and it is probably my biggest issue. I just don't get to sleep early enough. I have busy days and then I think I just want to like procrastinate and do my own thing and kind of like mess around online. It's really not worth it though. And in the spirit of the article I read about getting the kids back to a place of getting to a good bedtime, I think that now just having this new school year is a great time to reset and kind of do it for ourselves too. So if you're in my boat, now would be a good time to like inch our bedtime closer to a more reasonable bedtime. I know not everyone has a problem with that, but I most certainly do. I think having a plan for movement and having a reasonable plan for movement, one of the themes that have come up again and again and again that people really love and have written me about is this idea of the C plus. So I think it could be really easy to say, hey, I'm getting back into it this fall. It's going to be balls out every day. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z for an hour. And that might not be sustainable. And so I think doing movement for movement's sake getting on a Peloton or doing a flow or doing some kind of an app for 20 minutes, getting outside for 20 minutes, most days of the week could be really, really nice. The other thing that we've also talked about that I am such a believer in is that if you have a cycle, I so recommend tracking your cycle. I have been cycle syncing for a couple months now and really paying attention to when I'm ovulating and pushing myself hard during that time. But in the time after it, really going to more like flowier movements. In the past, I would have been like, why last week could I push it you know, this hard? And then this week I'm feeling so lazy. It really does help you kind of figure out what makes sense when. Again, I know that not everyone has a cycle and not everyone ovulates. But I think that again, even if you don't, it can help with some of the self-knowledge that we talk about that is so, so helpful for making things work for you. And then the last I'll say is, you know, making some plan for like the mental health of it all. I think that again, transitions can be tough, even if they're exciting. And I think that with like busy schedules, busy school schedules, if you have a kid, you know, it's a lot. And I think that it is really, really helpful to have a plan of how you are going to downregulate your nervous system for after those kids go to sleep or after you're done with work and you're turning off your devices and whatnot. It's really, really important. And I think it's so easy to do and it's so easy not to do. So we have talked on here about dopamine menus, little tiny things that almost seem like so little that you wouldn't even write down, but are nice to like have on deck in terms of sometimes people have a creativity practice. I really like playing around with music in terms of like sorting playlist. Find something that will help you down regulate and it will really, really help. So those are some of the things that I am going to focus on in this transition. I so recommend doing the same. Let me know if there's anything that you're doing that's feeling really good. I love hearing from you. Come find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Tomorrow is a shit I'm loving. I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts. Hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.